Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, this guy who's here right now with coffee and a dream and a little bit of gumption. John Wayne, that's right. Here I am, right here, back back in Wayne Manor where I belong, uh, nestled in the West Wing in the studio of evil, as you know, where I'm doing all my eviling and, and, and creating as well. And, uh, you know, most of that uh, goes hand in hand. But Anyway, here we are. Thank you guys for joining me for another week. Um, I very much appreciate it so so much. Um, this is gonna be this is gonna be a little bit of a shorter you know a shorter podcast today. I uh, you know this has been pretty busy week and weekend uh, as far as especially recording goes. Uh, as you guys you know know or don't know, I do another podcast every week with uh, horror author Christopher Triana uh, called Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. And we have been doing, um, <clears throat> this summer, we are doing a series every week, all summer, called Summer of Slashers, where we watch a different slasher film uh, from all over, from any you know period, mainly like a lot of old obscure ones are, are just not even that old, but obscure and that people haven't seen them. Anyway. Whatever. We're doing these slashers, and we have another author uh, on as a guest for each one of these. So, I'm about to hit the road again next week uh, and be in and out of town very sporadically. And that compiled with having all these guests that we're booking. You know, we have to work around other schedules and, and that kind of thing. And so, we, you know, so it's been like a lot, like every day I've recorded um every day last week there was a podcast that I, I had to watch a movie and do a podcast watch a movie and do a podcast sometimes I was doing two podcasts during the day like that because I was doing my patreon one first and then I was doing you know the the slasher thing so it's been a long week of recording of sitting in front of this microphone so I didn't want to leave you high and dry without without an episode this week so uh you know so we're gonna so we're gonna do just a little quick, just a little quicker one. Not, you know, we're not gonna skimp too much. I just want to let you guys know that up up front. I do appreciate all of uh, the support and, and uh, listening to the show every week. So thank you guys. Um, I mentioned Patreon a second ago. I want to give a shout out to my Patreon people, my Patreon supporters. You guys are the best ever. You keep me going. You keep me alive. Like I said, about to hit the road. A lot of things, uh, you know, go into that. You know, maybe some unexpected things. So having the Patreon support behind me is is very uh crucial and it's it's it means a lot to me so thank you guys for that if you'd like to support me on patreon you can go over to patreon.com slash john wayne is dead sign up for one of the monthly tiers and you can get all kinds of nice goodies plus every month a new story i send out to all my patreon homies and uh as well as access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast in which i talk to uh, all kinds of different artists and folks from around the world that i meet uh, on the road and and it's uh it's a lot of fun and going strong you know seven almost 80 episodes i think now so uh you could subscribe to anything and if you want any one of those tiers and even the there's one dollar tier the one dollar beer club that gets you access to the podcast every week so you can check that out check out what i'm doing check out my awesome guests and uh and yeah, so that is, uh, that's what it could do. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Put a little change in your Uncle Johnny's pocket. Oh, and of course, we have a big shouts out to a new Patreon subscriber, a new supporter. Uh, you know, she is my very own Scarlet Witch. Scarlet, last name redacted, uh, from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, she's so wonderful. I love you to death, Scarlet. Thank you so much for your support and for joining the Patreon. And you guys, again, you join up. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Okay, so... 
like I said, this week I've been doing a lot of podcast recording, and that's that's good. I'm not complaining about any of this. Don't don't think this is like, oh God, well, it's not a bitch session in the least. I'm ecstatic to be able to do these things and do these shows. This is why I love I love to do these. Are, this is a part of m- the things that I I that make me up. You know, my my writing. You know, my music, my art. You know, and, and talking to people, and I love talking to people, and I love to talk on the podcast. So. No, it doesn't. Uh, it's not like a, a burden or, or anything like that. I don't by no means want to sound like I'm complaining or or, uh, you know, about it. It's just it's just a lot of work and it's a lot of time um, sitting in front of the computer. I also am the one who uh, the, I'm like the lone producer of all the shows that I do. So that means uh, that, you know, once the show's done recording, everyone else, you know, pushes away from the mic. But I'm the one that edits it. Uh, you know, EQs everything, makes it sound pretty, and then and posts it up. So then there's you know even a little bit more work for me there, which again is fine. I enjoy I enjoy sound engineering quite a bit, uh, but it's just hey, it's just a lot of work. So I've been very busy with all these podcasts and editing and everything this week. Um, also, you know that's not the only thing I've been recording. I've been uh, uh, doing another audiobook I was hired to do. This one I'm very excited about, and it's very fun. Um, I've been working on that all week as well. Hope to have that finished up. Uh, hopefully by the end of this week and, and put up there. But, um, you know, I, I'm doing uh, the narration for uh, Pandemonium by Lucas Mangum and Ryan Harding, uh, friends of the show, friends of mine, and that's put out by Death's Head Press. So I'm uh, enjoying that. It's a it's a wrestling splatter uh, story that is awesome and, and funny and cool. So I'm having a lot of time, a lot of a lot of time, a lot of fun doing that one. Also, uh, uh, this past week, uh, I one of the books that I narrated came out for has been released, and uh, I did Billy Silver by Daniel J. Volpe, and it was very cool, very uh, a lot of uh, graphic scenes in that. It was very fun to do, cool characters, and a, and a great story. So that's out there right now on Audible and Amazon and, and iTunes, wherever you get audiobooks from. Uh, so check that out as well, and that was fun. And again, like you know, it's it's just. Uh, it's awesome. I love to do those performative readings. So I'm, I'm very happy that I keep getting more and more work. So you guys go out there and check out the work I do. And uh, maybe I, I get some more work because of that. So, you know, that that and uh, I'm also working on a logo right now, a new logo for someone. Uh, and that's very cool. But perhaps like I, I talked about this uh, maybe last week or a couple of weeks ago, how I did the theme song uh, for another podcast. And uh, I was asked to, you know, write this theme song, just kind of like given free reign. And I had a wonderful time doing it. I had a blast. Uh, It it was inspiring. It opened up some more ideas for me as far as music, music, musicality, musical. I don't know. I'm losing my mind as far as the music I do does and goes. So I wrote this theme, uh, recorded it, performed it, all the instruments, all the voices. It's all me uh, for the, the podcast quiet place, uh, Hosted by Jeremy Maddox, and it's it's out there on on YouTube. You can check out, and the theme song is its own. They they uh, put it as its own thing as well, so you can check out on on YouTube. And I actually posted the links on my social media to that today. So if you shoot on over to any of my social media at John Wayne is Dead or John Wayne Communale on Facebook, you can get uh, the link to that and, and check it out. It's it's pretty brutal, uh, like you know, very heavy and just. You know, and I, I, I love it. I had a lot of time do it, a lot of fun doing that project, and I appreciate them letting me uh, do it. So check that out. That's very cool uh, to have done, and I'm, I'm proud of it. So 
Uh, aside from that, you know, it's been a lot of movie watching, a lot of good movies I've been watching on this slasher thing. Uh, a lot of drawing I'm doing, like I said, still still plugging away at my uh, tarot deck. Still, uh, you know, getting commissions here and there to do things. And just steadily trying to stay busy and, and balance all these things and work it all out. I am, uh, we've talked about, you know, my, me trying to manage my time better in that I want to kind of create more of a schedule for myself to stick to. And I've back and forth on it. You know, I've done it a couple of times, you know, maybe done it for a week and backed off and then like things happen. And it is hard to keep something like that when, uh, when I'm traveling a lot because it's just, you're everywhere. Everything's, your whole thing is thrown off. But when I'm home, I, I really don't have any excuse to not. So I, so I feel like I should, you know, uh, have that written out and just follow it every day. And that, that way I'm not, uh, you know, sometimes I have so much to do where I'm just like, what do I do now? What's the best way to do this? And I, I think I could alleviate some of that stress from myself or anxiety about it by just putting it down. You know, from this time to this time, you're doing this. From this time to this time, you're doing that, you know, and then that puts it all out for me. I don't have to wonder. I don't have to start every single day with, okay, uh, well, let's see, I guess I'll start with this today and then, you know, go with it till I get tired of it or something. You know, it's just, I just need a little bit more uh, way to schedule these things so that I stay on top of everything. I don't, nothing falls off, nothing falls to the wayside and I don't slack on anything. So that's, that's going to be one of my main, main goals for this week is getting that down and, and, and sticking to it and following it. So I will definitely update you on that for sure. So hold me accountable guys, uh, people out there. I appreciate, I appreciate that. Yeah. But you know, and that, and that, and the, like I've talked about the last few weeks, just the, the business side of, of my, you know, career being better at managing that, that business stuff. It's just, uh, God, it's just something like my brain doesn't work like that. And I'm even like so resistant to even trying to, learn it or figure some of that stuff out because I just don't, I mean, I, I just don't want to play, like, be, to be honest, you know, it's just not something I want to dedicate mindshare to because I have all this other stuff going on, but I need to, I need to be better at, at running my business side. And, you know, I mean, I'm not terrible at it. I don't think I'm some kind of bumbling idiot. Well, I am a bumbling idiot, but you know, I'm, I'm getting better, but I just need, I don't know. I need to like maybe, oh, in my schedule that I write for myself, I'll, I'll schedule in like every day, uh, you know, you spend this much time on the business side, on the, uh, you know, the ad, the admin kind of stuff, you know, putting all that together and making sure things are in the right place and you've got hotels booked at the right place and there's money uh, to do things, all of that. I should So maybe I'm going to put that in my schedule, uh, maybe like an hour a day or half hour a day of just admin keeping keeping up on it so that's a good idea i'm writing that down so yeah um and uh yeah that's been the week man just uh ordering up some books to be ready for the road here if you are uh listening to this when it comes out this week uh friday june 25th 2021 i will be at the houston horror film festival here in here in good old h-town dirty third third coast shouts out uh purple drank i am uh, very happy to be, uh, you know, I'm always happy to be repping Houston around the country and Texas as well. But, you know, this is in our, our backyard. And, uh, you know, the only bad thing about it is I will only be able to be there Friday night. So if you, you know, um, 
if you're going to go to the Houston Horror Film Festival and you want to come by and, and get a book from me or two or three, uh, have a beer, shake, you know, shake hands, talk some shit, know that I'll be there on Friday night. For most of the event, I have to leave before the before the floor closes because I'm playing a gig, uh, a John Wayne is Dead gig at Super Happy Funland with the Slow Poisoner Andrew Goldfarb himself from San Francisco, California, coming through on tour. And then I am immediately leaving that show after I play, like put my guitar in the case, walk it out to the car, get in, throw the keys to Nick P, and we're driving to New Orleans right from there because I will be at the Oddities and Curiosities Market in New Orleans on Saturday the 26th. So if you're all my uh, New Orleans homies out there, man, come see me. Um, even if you don't go to the event, give me a give me a shout and maybe I'll sneak you in or uh, we'll just um, meet up outside somewhere. But uh, it'd be great to see uh, all my all my Louisiana friends and New Orleans friends out there. So that's where I'll be coming up. And then after that, baby, we're gone. We're Phoenix, 4th of July. We're Kansas City. We're all over the place, man. So it, it really ramps up after this week to like almost a nonstop level, which is good. It's good. It's what I need to do. So thank you all for, uh, you know, everyone that comes out and sees me on the road and supports me. Uh, I've made so many awesome friends. Like I, it's, it's amazing to me that I go back to cities that I've been to and there are people there to see me that it, it, thank you so much like that even like one person that's amazing but like having a few people come up like that's great and and that's what keep that's one of the things that keeps me going and i i do appreciate that so much so yeah if, if i'm in your city check out johnwaynesdead.com slash shows hit me up let's hang let's party let's have a beer at least come by the table we'll chat we'll chat coffee no no big whoop you know coffee talk no big whoop uh but so I'm not doing a, we're not going to do a tarot reading today. Like I said, we're just keeping it kind of short, uh, a little bit lighter today. Uh, But like I said, I wanted to put an episode out. I didn't want to skip or, you know, I just, I would feel lazy and, you know, I feel like a shit all, all, a shit heel all week for being a fucking piece of shit, not putting out a podcast. But uh, yeah, so it's just a shortened one. But I was thinking, you know, as I often do when I'm thinking about, you know, the stories I'm going to tell or, or something reminds me of something that triggers a memory of a story. And, you know, this is uh, no exception to that. You know, a lot of people tell me um, in, in some 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 in uh, nice ways, some in not so nice ways that I am, you know, I'm very gregarious. You know, I cast a large wake when I come in. I, I, I know that I can come off as obnoxious to a lot of people. Uh, I'm totally just myself and genuine. I can't really, you know, I know I'm over the top a lot. I know I'm loud a lot. I know I'm uh, just a sweeping force that comes in and, and can overtake things. And not even on purpose. It just kind of happens. It's like... It's like, uh, you know, Monsignor brought this up, the Monsignor shouts out, but I, I saw the episode last night of Seinfeld, where if you're not familiar with that show, I, mean, I love Seinfeld. Kramer, he, he uh, this episode, he this Orthodox nun like falls in love with him and is going to leave the church. And he's like so despondent about it. And he goes to talk to the, you know, the, the father or whatever. And he says like, oh, you have the Kavorka. He's like Kavorka, yes, it's an animal magnetism. Like he's the and he's like, you gotta help me, father. You know, to get rid of this Kavorka. But that's kind of what it is. It's like the Kavorka is like I come in, you know, just take over a situation. I know, I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Fuck you. 
But a lot of people do say that I am an attention seeker. I have to be the center of attention all the time. Uh, that is inadvertent. I mean, it's not, it's just part of who I am. I, you know, when people sometimes call me out on that and I overthink it, like I get down, I'll get down on myself. I'm like, am I doing that? Am I, am I, am I like this? Am I that? Per-? But then I, then I have to pull myself out of that and be like, man, fuck this, dude. I, you know, this is how I am. You like me or you don't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and put on airs for you because you don't think this is funny or you don't think this is, you know, relevant. So fuck you. Uh, I'm just going to keep being me and that's just how it is. But the thing about that is, you, you know, I, I thought about, well, well, how? Do, I guess I've always kind of been, you know, like this, you know, or I mean, I grew into this, but I, but various stages, but I was going back to like, where did this, where did this begin? And I, I think, uh, I think I might've found uh, where the bug bit me in the biggest, baddest way. And uh, that was with, uh, that was when I was in middle school in sixth grade uh, with a play that I was in. So I want to talk, I want to tell this story today. So um, this, uh, we'll call this, uh, this story is going to be uh, one line and the truth. So, like I said, you know, I've always kind of, as a, as a kid growing up, been in, you know, into, uh, you know, the performance type of type of thing. You know, that's kind of been my personality. And it started with, uh, you know, as a kid putting on like stupid little plays uh, in our uh, bedroom for my mom and dad, like we had bunk, my sister and brother and I had bunk beds, and we would hang a sheet from the the top one over the bottom, so it looked like a curtain, and you know we'd come out from there and and do I, I don't even know like it's just stupid stuff that we that I came up with and you know would make them do and play parts in. My sister might remember better than I do. Carrie shouts out if you're listening. Uh, feeling fit with Carrie at feeling fit with Carrie. I'm man, I'm on that yoga tip twice a week, man. I am feeling great, dude. I love yoga. Anyway, um. And I'm doing a good job, apparently. Thank you, Carrie. So we would do these plays and stuff. And I also remember I would, I mean, I got so into Weird Al Yankovic when I was in elementary school. And, you know, I would get that, like, my buddy had the tapes and I would dub the tapes because I couldn't buy them. I remember, you know, whatever. I don't know why. But I would then like, call my mom upstairs and she probably does remember this. And I'd be like, hey, can I show you something? And, and I would just, like, play the song and sing along with it, like, that was, I don't even know what the fuck I was doing just to show, I have no idea why I did that. But I was like, yeah, just come up and check this out. And it's just me singing along with the tape. It's pretty stupid. But again, that's part of, you know, where this all kind of came from. So when I was in middle school, now when you go where I'm from here in, in Texas, 33rd Houston, Third Coast shouts out, the school I went to, our middle school was 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. I know some some places like you know people I've talked to like it's high school like it's divided differently but that's how ours was 6th 7th and 8th. So when you leave elementary school you go to 6th grade you have a choice of this is three electives that you can take. This is your first little foray into be able to pick something that you want to to participate in. <clears throat> so when you're in 6th grade um you can't play football until you are in seventh grade, I believe seventh and eighth grade uh, was how they did it. So man, maybe you could. I don't know. Uh, so you had to. Yeah, you could. Of course, you could. Uh, so the the electives you could choose were band, choir, 
and uh, I guess athletics, and then fine arts, practical arts, which they called FAPA as well, like FAPA, but FAPA. And what fine arts, practical arts, the, that was, was every six weeks of the school year, you changed to a different elective. So you got to try everything. You got to try a little bit of everything so that when you got, you know, your next, the next year, when you're in seventh grade, you, ch- you, you choose one elective. For, you can, like, pick one from there. You, you know, of course, you do band or choir or one of the fine arts, practical arts things for the whole year, not just six weeks. So this was like art was one. Uh, you took choir for a six weeks period. You took uh, not band because there's, you know, instruments and all that shit involved. But, you know, choir, uh, home ec, very cool. And speech, which is like performance speech, like speech tournaments and stuff. And theater, which are almost one in the same class. I, I kind of don't know why they divided it like that. Oh, and woodshop. Woodshop was one of the ones I took for six weeks, too. So I, I took all of those. I think those are all the ones I took. And I was all going in. So going into middle school, I, I was always into another thing I was into art wise was graphic art drawing. You know, I liked to draw. Uh, I like to draw little cartoons and little comics that I would do. Like this stupid chipmunk comic named Chip that was just trying to get this girl. And, you know, I was just trying to impress the girl like in real life with these comics, it's just all, you know, that kind of stupid stuff. So I was really into the art aspect, like taking art. So I, uh, you know, that was where, when I, when I took, I think that was my, my first six weeks was I got to be in art and I was already like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do next year for sure. I, I, this is, this is my path. I'm going to be in the art class cause I love to draw and I love to do other stuff and da, da, da. So Moving on throughout the year, I you know I go through all the different classes and I get to the speech, and then theater like one after another, and I am then now like become enamored with that part of things with the acting, with the characterization, uh, you know, going to speech tournaments to compete, which I've I've talked about many times, you know. You're on, you go to the different high school almost every weekend during the season and you compete in these events, dramatic, humorous, duet, poetry reading. Of course, there's debate, all that kind of stuff, too. And I get into that and I'm like, really, lo- I love that. I'm like, I'm, I take to that like a like a take to that like a fish, like a duck take to water. Uh, very much into that, doing these scenes. And I, I just devoured it, loved it. Couldn't wait to get to that, those classes every single day. Um and then there was, uh, at some point, there was, uh, I guess, you know, in middle school, the plays that they do are not, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're middle school plays. You know, they're still kind of kid-like type of things. We're not tackling any, you know, major hardcore theater stuff. But, you know, we did, uh, there was a play that they, they were holding auditions for and such uh, called Heading for a Wedding. And I didn't audition because I was like, I don't, I'm not, who, who am I to audition? That's like for the theater kids. I, I'm just kind of like feeling it out. I don't know. Uh, but I had some people, some friends were like, you should try out. Why don't you try out? You, you're you good at this. You love this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. No, I do it. So I didn't try out. Now, a, a couple, like, then I had a couple of days after that, the theater teacher saying, why didn't you try out for the play? I'm like, oh, I didn't think that was for me. I didn't know. I'm just like backpedaling mushmouth stuff 
And she's like, well, you really should, you know, you, you, you should try out for the next one for sure. And I really, you know, we would like to see in there. So I was like, okay, cool. That's cool. I guess I blew it. And, uh, just went along with the, 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 the day and, and the weeks, but maybe like a couple weeks later, the theater teacher who's directing the play pulls me aside and's like, Hey, we have somebody, I think that's somebody had like dropped out or couldn't do the, the thing anymore. Or maybe like they failed because you have to have a certain grade to participate in these things. I don't know what happened, but she was like, Hey, we have this apart. I think you might, you know, would we want to have you, you know, can you read for this part? Like it was like some professional casting thing. I was like, sure. And I, I guess she was just wanted to see that I, you know, how I would do it. So I, I did a little like reading with her. I think it was after school, like actually on the little cafetorium stage with a couple other people who were in the play. And, uh, yeah, and then the next, and then the next day, she told me like, "Okay, we're gonna put you in. You have the role." And I was like, "Oh, cool!" I was over the moon. I was, I'm gonna play. This is awesome. Now, this play was called Heading for a Wedding, and it's a, a comedy. You can look it up. It's fun. It's like a funny type of, uh, you know, a guy pretends he's like fucking Mister, you know, rich, rich money bags pants or something. Uh, you know, falls in love with this woman and then he has to take her back home to meet his family and it's going to be an issue for him because he actually lives in like, you know, the country with a bunch of countrified redneck family members. And this woman thinks he's like this, you know, doesn't think he comes from this kind of a background. So therein lies the conflict and hilarity ensues. Uh, yeah. So I, I was, so that's the play I can't now. I looked up, this play before I started recording, I searched for a while trying to, cause I was trying to find the entire script cause I really wanted to find my, my character and stuff in the lines. But all I can find is like partial scripts and, uh, you know, no, I can't find the line. Here's the thing. So the part that I got, you know, there's all these, uh, you know, family members in this country house, you know, and, you know, so there's all these siblings and cousins and brothers and sisters. So this part, like I'm not going back and reading through this play and looking at the stuff and the characters. And I was like, oh, I, I think I do remember this, how they they did this. I, I think the the original part that I that I played was for a girl. Was, I mean, it's a one of the sisters. I think her name was Fanny Hollowbone or whatever their last name is. I think it's Hollowbones. She has one line in the play. And that's how, like, when I was looking through, because it, it was telling me, like, this character, you know, 97 lines, this character, 104 lines. And I knew I only had one line towards the end of the play, and that's exactly what it says. Fanny has one line at the end of the play, but she's on stage doing things, you know, a lot. So that's, and I remember, like, that's exactly what I did. So that had to have been, they just, like, made it a, a brother instead of a sister for the, for the, our performance. But yeah, I, I just... I had one single line and I fucking was trying, I could not find the, you know, the rest of, you know, only partial scripts that they let you read online. And I, I'm not savvy enough to crack some code to find like a free the whole script. So I couldn't find the line that I said, I really wanted to be able to, to, to tell you guys, but it was something like, you know, so I'm, I'm on stage with when the kids come in, the brothers and sisters, we're doing cleaning stuff. You know, you're setting up, we're setting up for dinner, all those kind of things, just in and out of the, of the scenes. But I don't say anything, you know, I'm not, I don't have any lines till the very end. I remember. So I, I, I can't remember the line, 
But it was one of those lines where it's meant to, you know, it's one of those laugh. It's supposed to have a, be a pop of laughter, like, like, oh, what am I doing? You know, and like, ha, 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 everybody laughs, you know, something like that. And that's exactly what it was. And I was so amped. And I go, you know, I go out there, I deliver my line. And, you know, it's just everyone laughed. You know, it's to a, a pop of roar of laughter from the cafetorium, you know, parents watching this fucking thing. And that was that was it. I was off and running. That was like, I mean, I came backstage and everyone was like, good job. That was a great job. And I'm like, for my one fucking line, I'm like, oh, man, that was good. Oh, I love that. I was, I was just so amped up, so keyed up. And that, and then I was like, okay, now I know what I'm supposed to do, this. I'm supposed to be doing this. Um, and so I did. I, I, I changed, I think I had like already signed up for the next year's classes, but I changed everything over and uh, I started taking speech. And I, I must have had extra credits or something like, oh, I know why, because I was in advanced, uh, I was in the, the tier four, you know, honors, you know, AP or whatever English class. I because of that I believe I got an extra elective because that was filling up uh you know language arts which you still took in middle school and English. So I actually got in the advanced art class. So I got to take advanced art uh 7th and 8th grade as well as theater both seventh you know both years. Then I, and then I started competing and then I was in plays and then I was in every play you know and then I was winning things and I, and, and and then I was being a you know, pitched to the to the uh, high school theater, you know, director director of theater, you know, as like, okay, this is one of the good, you know, myself and a handful of others uh, in our theater and speech our speech class. You know, she was like, okay, these are the these are the people that are going to be the ones you need to you know develop, and they're they got the talent. I was one of those people, and it was very cool to be presented in that way and have someone believe in what I was doing and. All that kind of stuff, uh, but yeah, that after that, it, it just hasn't ever ended. It's been performance, performance, performance. You know, I'm did all the stuff in high school, all those plays, all those competitions. Uh, you know, after that, did a play in college, started doing podcasts. I've been playing in bands for twenty years. That's a performance. That's a, you know, I'm always. That's just where I belong. So that's that's kind of where. You know, where where the origin of this, where the bug bit me, where I knew that I was supposed to be this uh, loud, um, sometimes obnoxious, uh, on all the time type of type of guy. And I, I I can't say that I'm upset about that at all. And and like I said, you know, it's just uh, it's just me. I'm not trying to, to do anything. I'm not trying to be anything when I'm just doing it's just me. And. Uh, if you don't like it, you know, you could piss up a fucking rope for all I care. All right, there we go. Hey, little origin story for you. My first play, Heading for a Wedding. If anybody out there can find the script, the whole script, and see what that line, it's at the very end of the play, maybe within the last two or three pages, that Fanny, the sister, says. that That's the line. If anybody can find it, let me know, because I've, I've been looking for it, and, uh, It'd be nice. To, I, I think that'd be fun to see what it was, and I could remember, uh, be, look at it and be like, "That's not funny." One of the things I am. Anyway, 
Thank you guys for joining me for another weekend, another weekend, another episode. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for for hanging out and listening to me. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to check out everything I do over at johnwayneisdead.com. That includes my, all of my uh, dates are on there on the show's page, so you can see which city I'm coming to next. And uh, again, hit me up if I'm coming to your city, if you want to hang. Um, I also have some some band gigs that are going up on there as well, so check that out. Also, the shop page at johnwayneisdead.com has all of my books, uh, t-shirts the john Wayne's dead record vinyl records uh my i still have a few more sets of the uh metal iridescent tarot card the four cards that i have uh here those are up there as well and all kinds of good stuff so check that out and again if you'd like to su- support me a little extra you can go to patreon.com slash john wayne is dead and join one of the tiers and check that out so thank you guys so much for joining me for this uh this is a little short one for this week and um you know next week we'll be back at full fully engorged and and it'll be great. So and I'll have a recap to tell you about because I'll have been to to two different cons in one weekend. So that's interesting. That'll be fun. I can't wait to tell you about that. So thank you guys so much. And I will see you later. <laughs>